section sixty seven of the inheritance by susan edmonstone ferrier this librivox recording is in the public domain volume two chapter thirty three oh how this spring of love resembleth the uncertain glory of an april day which now shows all the beauty of the sun and by and by a cloud takes all away shakespeare what is this i hear was the exclamation that greeted gertrude on her entrance is it possible that colonel delmore has had the effrontery to come to this house is it credible that you have had the weakness to receive him under your roof after what has passed i know nothing that ought to render colonel delmore an unsuitable or an unwelcome guest in my house answered the countess endeavouring to speak calmly and decidedly then you do not know that as the poor dependent gertrude st clair he slighted disowned and in a manner rejected you and that now as countess of rossville he flies to you worships you would marry you is it not so and did i not foretell how it would be while we view colonel delmore's conduct in such different lights tis impossible we should agree mamma i beseech you say no more i am satisfied completely perfectly satisfied that he has acted all along from the noblest and most disinterested motives how has he proved that who is there credulous enough to believe his averments of disinterested affection why should they be believed what right has he to expect such monstrous credulity the right which every generous mind feels it has upon the faith and confidence of another gertrude your words are those of a child i may say of a fool who else could be weak enough to credit assertions contradicted by the whole tenor of the man's conduct be it so then cried lady rossville vainly struggling to retain her composure i am a child a fool for i believe in colonel delmore's truth and honour the prejudices of the whole world would not shake my conviction and what is to be the consequences of your madness will you dare to brave my authority and marry him against my consent cried mrs st clair giving way to one of her transports of passion lady rossville remained silent speak i desire you continued she with increasing impetuosity i repeat will you dare to marry him against my consent mamma i have twice solemnly passed my word to you that i will not marry until i have attained the age of twenty-one if you would have me to trust to that then till that period arrives dismiss your lover this very day let colonel delmore leave your house and leave you free consent to that and i will believe you sincere impossible exclaimed the countess in agitation how can you require of me to act in such a manner then leave it to me i am the fittest person to act for you in this matter i will see colonel delmore myself and she was moving towards the door when gertrude laid her hand upon her arm and with a cheek coloured with resentment exclaimed if my friends are to be turned from under my roof then is my own house no longer a habitation for me i will seek another home other protection mrs st clair turned pale with passion and in a voice almost suffocated she said in the meantime i command you by the duty you owe me to confine yourself to your own apartment for the present 
do not think to brave my power i still possess it and will use it there are bounds beyond which passion cannot go without counteracting its own purpose and mrs st clair had scarcely uttered the words when she was sensible she had gone too far to be obeyed lady rosville instantly became calm but it was not the calm of fear or of submission but that of settled determination as she bent her head in silent acquiescence and without uttering a syllable was about to withdraw stay where what do you mean cried her mother interrupting her in her progress to the door to obey answered lady rosville calmly gertrude why why do you drive me to such extremities tis i who am driven to extremities god help me exclaimed her daughter bursting into tears gertrude what is your meaning what is your purpose cried her mother in violent agitation lady rossville was silent for a few moments the question was repeated when after a struggle to regain her composure she said this house and all that i call mine is yours to command but my affections my liberty will brook no control for this day i submit to be a prisoner in my own house to-morrow i will place myself under the protection of the laws of my country from these i shall surely meet with justice let these appoint guardians for me mrs st clair was struck with consternation she felt the error she had committed in goading to the utmost a spirit such as her daughter's and there remained but one way to extricate herself from the dilemma she had brought herself into by her violence true that was the old way but it had hitherto succeeded and might still answer the purpose better than any other no gertrude cried she since it is your wish that we should part it is for me to seek another home suffer me to remain here for this night and to-morrow you shall be rid of me for ever i feel i can neither contribute to your greatness nor your happiness but all that i would lay claim to peace of mind and respectability are in your hands spare me at least the misery and disgrace of being denounced to the world by one for whom i have done and suffered so much and mrs st clair wept real genuine tears but at that moment mrs st clair's maid tapped at the door to inform her lady that dinner was upon the table and at the same moment the gong sounded in confirmation of the intelligence in an instant all high-wrought feeling was put to flight by this vulgar every-day occurrence good heavens exclaimed she aware that her elaborate toilette required at least an hour to arrange what is to be done how came we to miss the dressing-bell it is impossible for me to appear and both to be absent would have a strange appearance gertrude you must join the company do make haste then as her daughter stood irresolute as you love me obey me now let there be mutual forgiveness mutual confidence away my love and she kissed her forehead to avoid farther contention gertrude hastened to her apartment to dress and recover her composure as she best could End of section sixty seven